Hello and welcome to Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed. And in this particular episode, I want to talk about the terrorist attack that occurred in Buffalo, New York. You had uh, the president, Joe Biden, go there and give a speech. And so I want to play his speech and then I want to go into some commentary. Mass shootings in Charleston, South Carolina, El Paso, Texas, and Pittsburgh. Last year in Atlanta. This week in Dallas, Texas, and now in Buffalo, in Buffalo, New York. White supremacy is a poison. It's a poison <laughs> running through our, it really is. Running through our body politic. And it's been allowed to fester and grow right in front of our eyes. No more. I mean, no more. We need to say as clearly and forcefully as we can that the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. Now, obviously, that's just a small sample of what Joe Biden had to say in his speech where he calls white supremacy poison. But as I have stated uh, to some of my followers on social media, you know, his words ring hollow. Uh, Joe Biden is the wrong man for the times. And I knew that. Uh, when the DNC cheated Bernie Sanders, Sanders and ran Joe Biden down our throats, just totally, you know, ignoring his past and all the things that he did. But anyway, you know, let's talk about who Joe Biden is. All right. For those that don't know or didn't know before they voted for him, not saying you really had a choice. You know, you had one white supremacist in one party and a white supremacist in the other party. So you weren't really left with a whole lot of choices um, this last election. And uh, shame, shame on the DNC for keep shoving uh, these criminals down our throats. Joe Biden's praise for segregationists spans decades. If you want to find this article, just do a search uh, on that title, Joe Biden's praise for segregationists spans decades. And here's an excerpt from that article. Even as the sun glistened upon his thinning hair, one bright Mississippi day. Obviously, this is before he got hair plugs, but um, <laughs> one bright Mississippi day in DeKalb, Mississippi, U.S. Senator Joe Biden stood out as the youngest other senators speaking at U.S. Senator John C. Stennis' birthday party. It was August the 3rd, 1985, and the 42-year-old Biden was a rising star in the Democratic Party. With the 1998 presidential race coming up, some hoped that he might help lead it out of the wilderness of the Reagan years. Despite Biden's reputation as a Northeast liberal, the young Delawarean uh, wild the Southern crowd as he drew from the Confederate mythos to pile praise upon Stennis, who was known for his decades of resistance to civil rights. Biden compared him to Stonewall Jackson, a fabled Confederate military commander known for his tactical prowess. It was said of Stonewall Jackson, he is an ambulance from an unexpected quarter, a thunderbolt from a clear sky, and yet his character will make him a stone wall more than any man I've ever known, Biden said, reciting a quote from a 1920 book attributed to lecturer and Stonewall Jackson's aide, James Power Smith. You know, on a side note, perhaps this is why uh, Biden put a pause on renaming those U.S. military bases named after 
Confederate traitors and racists and slavers, okay? Um, because he's always been a friend to those people who I, who, um, who these are their heroes. All right. So, you know, now they're talking about we need this hate crime, new hate crime legislation. And I'm not convinced. All right. Joe Biden, as the president of the United States, already has the power. The U.S. government already has the power it needs to crack down on these racist white supremacists. I mean, as if they're any other kind other than racist white supremacists. But I digress. You know, he already has the power. After the Civil War, there uh, one of the Union generals by the name of Ulysses S. Grant became president. And this is what Grant did. He called for and obtained the Enforcement Act of 1871, also known as the Ku Klux Klan Act, the Third Enforcement Act, the Third Ku Klux Klan Act, Civil Rights Act of 1871, or Force Act of 1871. It is an act of the United States Congress which empowered the president to suspend the writ of habeas corpus to combat the Ku Klux Klan and other terrorist organizations. The act was passed by the 42nd United States Congress signed into law by United States President Ulysses S. Grant on April the 20th, 1871. The act was the last of three enforcement acts passed by the United States Congress from 1870 to 1871 during the Reconstruction era to combat attacks upon the suffrage rights of African-Americans. The statute has been subjected to subject to only minor changes since then, but has been the subject of voluminous interpretation by the courts. This legislation was asked for by President Grant and passed within one month of when he sent the request to Congress. Grant's request was a result of the reports he was receiving of widespread racial threats in the Deep South, particularly in South Carolina. He felt that he needed to have his authority broadened before he could effectively intervene. After the act's passage, the president had the power for the first time to both suppress state disorders on his own initiative and to suspend the right of habeas corpus. Grant did not hesitate to use his authority on numerous occasions during his presidency, and as a result, the KKK was completely dismantled, ending the first Klan era, and did not resurface in any meaningful way until the beginning of the 21st century. And on a side note, that would um, it would enjoy a resurgence under the presidency or the administration of President uh, Wilson, I forget his first name, um, but anyway, President Wilson, who had the screening of the racist propaganda Klan recruitment film, Birth of a Nation, at the White House. And then that's, you know, also the time period when they start putting up all these Confederate monuments to these Confederates, um, traitors that Joe Biden had has been uh, praising, okay, up until now, now he's saying that white supremacy is a poison, whatever. Well, again, his words ring hollow to me. And, and one of the reasons why is his actions in Ukraine and supporting Nazis in Ukraine, supporting Nazi collaborators, okay? So you can sit up there and try to claim Zelensky is a Jew, therefore, you know, he can't be a Nazi. Well, maybe he's not in any of the Nazi formations in Ukraine, but he certainly has collaborated with them. Um, and it starts with the Azov Battalion, okay? So there's the Buffalo Shooter, 
and he's using a black sun symbol, and that's one of the symbols the the uh, white supremacists in Ukraine use, and specifically the Azov uh, Nazis. These are Nazi symbols. These people are Nazis. So how can he condemn white supremacy here while supporting white supremacists in Ukraine? Okay. And, and these are facts, and these are facts. And then again, uh, he talking about white supremacy is poison. Then why has the United States government, including during his administration in 2021, voted against resolutions condemning um, uh, Nazism and the promotion of Nazism? All right. These were resolutions that have come up over the years in the U.N. General Assembly and he and in the U.S. government. You know, if you want to go to 2017, you want to go to um, that would be the Trump administration. U.S. opposes Nazi speech, but will vote no at U.N. to banning it. Uh, in 2016, U.S. votes against anti-Nazi resolution at the U.N. That would have been during whose administration? Obama's administration, all right, three days before the presidential election between um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And then, uh, of course, you know, uh, December 17, 2021, that was doing Biden's administration. So while they pontificate here uh, that white supremacy is a poison and we must send a strong message around the world, they've been defending this sort of hate speech. OK, and because people don't read or they get all the information from these corporate news uh, media sites, which is filled with disinformation. And while they may report on some of this stuff, the average person, you know, it just goes down the memory hole. So I, I'm saying that Joe Biden, over the course of his career, has shown himself as an ally to white supremacists and, and defending white supremacist speech under the guise of the, of the First Amendment, okay? Now, when when ISIS was on the rise, and they still exist, but when they were on the rise and, and some people here in the United States were supporting ISIS and they would post black ISIS flags on their Facebook profile and this thing, you know, they're being arrested for, for uh, providing material support for terrorism. Don't tell me we need any more legislation because we don't. What we need is the will. We need for these elected officials to have the will to combat white supremacy terrorism in this country. And they simply don't. They just keep making excuses or they come up with different. Leg oh, we need this legislation that they, they know ain't going to pass. But we need this and that legislation. And then, no. The president of the United States is, the, is said to be the most powerful person on the face of the earth. He can go after these terrorists if he wanted to. Certainly Ulysses S. Grant did. All right, this has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Brief. Please support independent production of black media, independent media in general, but black media specifically. Go to blacktalkradionetwork.com and look for the menu button, Funding Black Media. And click on it, and you can make a donation to our nonprofit Black Talk Media Project. Peace and blessings to all.